1: Here
2: he comes up prowling. (laughs) Lean and hungry. Run past or boot. And defensively, he's rough. Tough. Cincinnati Bengals. That's the team we're going to cheer to victory. Touchdown Bengals. Get the boys up on that board and win a game for Cincinnati.
0: All right, that's enough. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host, as you may guess. I mean, as you know, I mean, if you're a football fan, you know the Cincinnati Bengals won. It is uh, still Sunday, January 30th. And for the first time in how many years?
2: 33, Brinson. 33 and I just put years. up a two. I don't even know numbers anymore. Numbers don't make sense to me. <laughs> Nothing makes sense right now.
0: The Cincinnati Bengals are in the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Uh, I we're, I couldn't be more thrilled for you, uh, Breach, for those in the chat who have been so enthusiastic about this, taking long enough. Wilson had to Wilson do video. He's a popular man. He had it to go my, and talk about the Super Bowl and, and you know, gambling experts, Ryan Wilson, Jonathan Jones, and Brian McFadden had to break down the odds. And like, Wilson's just drumming up the suspense here. Wilson
2: wants to add to it.
1: Breach, you'll know my bold prediction was for the Super Bowl that I just the, announced on HQ? The
2: Bengals win by three touchdowns.
1: The Bengals win on a last-second Evan McPherson field goal.
2: Oh! Mm know if i'd be able to show up for the podcast that would be <laughs> setting los angeles on fire doing something crazy
0: uh i will say too uh, before we get uh into it that um so the around the nfl podcast at nfl media um are <laughs> But our no, our 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 good, I say our good pal's there. They um, you know, Chris Wesling, I think many people know from you know from this chat because they listen to multiple NFL podcasts, uh, died at a at a way too young age and left behind his uh, wife Lakeisha and their son Link. She Lakeisha is a giant was a giant Rams fan, and Wes grew up a giant Bengals fan. And it's like Eerie as F that those two teams are meeting in the Super Bowl in LA. Some just crazy stuff. Uh, I mean, I couldn't, I mean, it's it's weird because I don't have a rooting interest in the you know, I wanted the Niners and Bengals to meet at eight because I had a big bet on them, you know. But like I don't have a rooting interest in the Bengals. I don't I, I do have a rooting interest in Matthew Stafford. Um, I don't I, I we like to make fun of the Bengals on here, but man, Breach. Could not be more excited for you that the Bengals and Joe Burrow, a bad mofo, if there ever was one, are going to the Super Bowl. Uh, I would just say your thoughts.
2: Well, I'm going to touch on Chris Wessling real quick, because you brought him up at Super Bowl 50. Me and him had a long talk about the Bengals, and it just felt like they were so far away. This is six years ago. And just that they were so far away. This didn't seem like anything that could ever happen to the Cincinnati Bengals. I think it, I, I was the super optimist in the group and I was like, you know, maybe they could get there in 10 years. Uh, and here we are. And, and, you know, Chris loves Cincinnati. So I, I he is thrilled up in heaven. He's going to have a front row seat to the game on February 13th. And to be here now and have this happen, there's whether you're a Bengals fan uh, for life, whether you're a Bengals fan who joined in 1990 when the last playoff win, if you joined in 2003 because you thought Carson Palmer was going to get them to a Super Bowl, or 2011 because Andy Dalton's rookie year and they went to the playoffs and it looked like they had a bright future, there are just people who have been jumping on the bandwagon and, and joining the bandwagon for the past 30 years. And the bandwagon.
1: What What about January 2022? Is that too late to jump on the
2: bandwagon? It is not too late. Everybody is welcome on the Bengals bandwagon. And every year it ends with the bandwagon crashing into a wall and being set (laughs) on fire, usually by the Bengals coaching staff because they do something dumb or whatever. But this, it was just so surreal that I, I can't even describe it. You know, texting with my dad, texting with my family, texting with my friends. That on Twitter, I'm trying to literally respond to any listener, anybody, anything who, who said, you know, this is great to see the Bengals in the Super Bowl. This is literally the last thing I ever thought would happen uh, anytime soon, let alone a year after they went four eleven and one worst to first. And, you know, I'll tell you what, which we'll talk about a little bit. I was ready to just put a fork in the season when it was 21 to three. So well, you're so cursed
1: that on that last overtime drive, when they had the ball at midfield, actually when, as soon as they got the, 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 the ball, I said, Evan McPherson should call it now. And then they were inside the 30 yard line, the plus 30. And I said, it's over. Cause I had to go do the HQ thing. You're like, shut up. You're going to jinx it. I was like, there's absolutely no way on God's green earth. that Joe burrow, no, you and, you and uh, you and Tony Romo, right? the Bengals are going to
0: the Super Bowl. It's like, are you a maniac? Have you see, this is the problem with somebody who's a UNC and a Steelers fan. You're like, well, I guess we're gonna win here. No, you don't know pain. You don't know sadness. You don't know the heartbreak, the 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 heart rip of a crippling loss. Like a, like the Bengals
2: trying to steal one in Arrowhead. And I was even worried. funnier, than the, worried, man. the funnier part oh, about man. Romo saying that is that he also took a shot at himself because he's yeah. like, you never know what can happen on these short field goals. Someone might drop <laughs> yeah. the snap. And Nance, I'm like, didn't Romo, can you, you not bring that up. We don't want to
0: talk about that. <laughs> can't, you can't talk can't, about that. And Nance, co- I missed it too. And Nance completely missed it. And he's like, uh, Jim, you kind of missed that. Uh, that <laughs> he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I made fun of myself for the playoff yeah. job. Um, it, it was. I think, I mean, and this is not a hot, hot take or an unusual take by any stretch of the imagination. By the way, cheers to you, Breach.
2: Yeah. This is my Very first drink on a Sunday night podcast all season. I've had one on Thursday. I've had one on a Saturday. But did yeah, not I, do it on Sundays. I, I saved it. I saved it
1: for an AFC title. What
2: um, are you drinking? Mad Dog 2020? Uh, my, my special uh, bangle bomb.
1: Bangle bomb. Uh, human remains and what else?
0: <laughs> it's, it's, he mixes tiger <laughs> blood. He it's mixes blood. meth with human remains and tiger blood, and drops
2: <laughs> and drops it in a cup of bourbon. Um, <laughs> I'm foaming at the mouth by the, this podcast. And Brinson's concoction is actually correct.
0: Oh, Cheers to everyone in the chat right now on uh, YouTube.com/slash Pick Six. Of course, we will be live after the Super Bowl. I don't know how that's. Wh- we got some logistics we'll deal with, but uh, we'll be live after the Super Bowl. Live throughout the week when coaching hires or we do emergency podcast, And uh, I think we're going to do a Super Bowl chat. Wilson is going down to Alabama for the Senior Bowl. But Breach and I are going to do a live mailbag. So hit the subscribe button and hit the alert button. You're
2: also going to be live from the Super Bowl all week. In Uh, LA. We're going to be in LA. Oh, yeah.
1: We'll probably be like rooftop or something more programming notes to come, but you'll have live HQ shows, additional podcasts, lots yeah, of yeah, guys yeah. to come.
0: that's right. We will uh, be doing a live, uh, live video HQ show, I guess. Like if
2: in- you would have told me the first game we were going to travel to after, uh, post COVID protocols was going to be a bangle Super Bowl. I would have headbutted you. So it knocked us both
1: out because what? that would have been absurd talk. What have I been saying since January 1st? 2022 is all breach. Every single day is better than the one preceded. I don't know what's next for you. <laughs> it has been quite, it's been a Mr. Toad's it's wild ride. We're going
2: to peak soon, but you know, I'm going to keep riding this I wave say, until it crashes. way, and, and If you're a podcast listener
0: who is in LA or is going to be in LA, holler at us. We'd love to, you know, I, I don't, I, I haven't left Raleigh. Well, I guess I've left Raleigh a few times, but I haven't like, Gone. I haven't flown to go anywhere else. Yeah, in like they don't. Years.
1: The, the hair implant factory is not in Raleigh. Yeah, and North we Raleigh. don't know what
0: our COVID protocols are just yet. Oh, yeah. So like I want to say like we'll go get beers, but I mean like we'd like to get beers if it's possible. We'll Jim
1: Breach, see. if you're watching on YouTube.com, smoke uh, on YouTube.com, smoking the field goal, wearing ponies. I, I it appears to be. You think that's right, Johnny's wearing pony. It might be Pumas,
2: shoes. but it's pony or Puma. It's definitely one of the two. And that is, that? if you are watching on, if you're listening on audio, it's a picture of my dad kicking a field goal in Super Bowl twenty-three, the last time. The Cincinnati Bengals. Is Orton that is
1: Pat McAnally, old. the holder? Uh, I think that is Turk
2: Schoner. You're right. It is Turk Schonert. Dang so, it. I, so, you dang weren't going to get me there. Kenny Pritchard, the
0: chance that Breach is going to hook up with Giselle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what? He's, that, he's that hot right now. Wonder, and then Tom Brady decides to keep playing. He's like, well, we're getting divorced.
1: <laughs> Here's the thing, though, Breach. I bet your wife would be like, yeah, he deserves it. I'm okay you, with that. You... you
2: I mean, you would give her a pass for to- hooking up with Tom Brady. Oh Yeah, him. that's the, the pass exists. I mean, if they're celebrities, you know, they're, they're, yeah. there's a pass list. There's I, mean, a yeah. list. You, I mean, yeah, you're like,
0: look, I know I just got back from L.A. You've been dealing with this child all week <laughs> long. Bengals <laughs> lost the Super Bowl. I'm in a miserable mood. I'm really hungover. I but I do need to admit something. I did hook up with Giselle. I hope that's cool. I'll and she'd be, be like, is time. that
2: Giselle? Is that like a stripper or should sure. I and I'd be like, well, no. It's actually
0: <laughs> Brazilian supermodel. Yeah. Giselle Bündchen noted Brazilian supermodel. Uh, okay. So let's, suggested uh, it, by the way, I, hot take. I, that case Tom I was Brady
1: hold on, hold on. You interrupted me to talk about LA. I was going to make a point, And as you often do, and as often as pointing out in the comments, and I thank you comments for pointing out that Brentson constantly interrupts me and it does hurt my feelings deeply, but this isn't about me. I was going to say, despite the level of passive aggressive breach we've gotten throughout the years, I am, ex- I could not be happier for a person. You know, my wife said to me the other day, she goes, Oh, Breach is, Breach is so lovable. I said, Breach is a butthole when it comes to Steelers. <laughs> but other than that, you're exactly right. So, I, I mean, my you,
0: wife you, my wife opened the door to the office and goes, hey, uh, if, uh, Dinner's ready. I was like, the, the bagels are the Super Bowl. She goes, That's so great for Breach. <laughs> I was like, I know, I know, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, no. So, I, I'm extremely happy for Breach. I mean, we met Breach's dad at, the, at Breach's wedding. Couldn't have been a nicer guy. Oliver's family was nice. His little cousin was nice. He walked everyone uh, with they the all, umbrella. To... All, the Young ones drink early, but they're very nice. Yeah, it was a fun wedding, and uh, everyone had a good time, and I, I couldn't be happier. So I would imagine there's going to be a uh...
2: – Well, and, you know, the other part is that I turned 40 this year, and my 40th birthday was two weeks ago, and I, I didn't have a party I went up to Cincinnati. I was dealing with some family you stuff. You went to
1: Mexico, if I recall. And so right
2: now there. my new 40th birthday, as planned by my family, is in Los Angeles. Oh, mama.
1: Oh so listen if yeah, you glad to
0: see someone else would be knee walking drunk <laughs> if, you're,
1: if you're listening uh, on the podcast audio version just just send us a a tweet or if you're watching live tell us what you think about this maybe this could be a poll debo uh should breach go to the super bowl because he's actually thinking about whether he should or shouldn't I go when he will be literally 3 miles from the stadium
2: now hold on this is as as a ticketed fan and not you, just yeah, he won't so I can for free. do whatever
1: I want. There's no there's no throw all
2: everything out the window and just be uh go full bangles. All right, breach,
0: uh, we need to ask this again because we asked this each of the last few weeks. Um unfortunately, you are now in the actually compromised situation <laughs> of having to admit that a Bengals Super Bowl win would leapfrog either your wedding day or the birth of your child.
2: Oh
1: boy. Oh so would boy. It
2: leapfrog both or just one? And if so, which one?
0: Well, hold on
1: now.
2: I don't have to answer that question yet because it hasn't happened. But again, I said last week the divisional win moves down if they win the AFC title. And now the AFC title is tied with my wedding day, but the birth of the kid is still number one. The kid, you know, you forgot her name. (laughs) But the Super Bowl, that then we'll have to cross that bridge when we get there. It's going to be a tough bridge to cross. Like my wife will not be allowed to listen to that podcast. Uh, The chat says 100% yes, 0% (laughs) no. On so, yeah. um, Should I go to the game?
1: I mean, really? And
2: All also, right, let's, hey, well, let's, okay, okay. one more thing.
1: Thank you. We're going to, to get to the football. It. People, let's enjoy this. So this, is the, this is the Big Bit Retirement Podcast. This is the John Breach is going to the freaking Super Bowl Podcast. Uh, some people are also wondering if I'm going to get a tattoo. If you can talk Brinson into paying for it because he seems to be backing off the paying part You of know, it. to be
2: honest... I, it, this is the be- what is the chances that it's a Bengals tattoo? The first time we've seen each other since that bet is going to be at the Super Bowl, that's which true. features the Bengals. I mean, it's crazy for all of that to come full circle. Is almost good that Wilson waited for it, and I think if Wilson wants to get something that's not Ryan Finley, but is Bengals related. I think we'd all be on board with it because it's still a tattoo and it's still the Bengals. Do you
1: know what I did?
2: If the Bengals 30... win the
0: Super Bowl, he's getting a just, just tattoo.
1: Just talking, getting get interrupted. Do you know what I did? Thirty minutes after the Super Bowl, breach. For Thirty minutes, I looked. I was looking for vintage Bengals T-shirts on Amazon. They won't deliver overnight, and on Etsy, and there's nothing that's going to deliver in time. And I was going to wear those to to support you. All right, I'm done, Prince.
0: I didn't. I didn't think we had an approval of the artwork. I thought we were waiting on. No, we're, we're waiting on, on E. That's well, what, what do, we do you think about this? that, Wilson, Wilson? Wilson is freaking Sean Spicer. I mean, you're unbelievable how you spin this. It's like nothing but my fault and Breach's fault. It's like your, your, your job is to get a tattoo. He's, he's, We're going to be in LA. It's going to happen. We're your job is LA. to
2: get a tattoo to pay off a bet. You and could get it on a me and Breach. Y- you could get the JB9 ice that Joe Burrow was wearing. That could oh, be your tattoo. I would 100%, I would 100% But then since it's that. also my initials, it would be even more hilarious. Yes, that actually would be funny. All right. Yeah. No, so, I'm all for it. Yeah, we got to talk about this game. the
0: gosh darn game. But the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. Bengals are going to the Super Bowl and they're getting there because
1: I have a quick question for Breach. (laughs) 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 All right, I'm gonna start from the back and then you can start. I just have one question, 10 second answer, and then Britson, you can reset. Got it. it. What did you think? What was going through your mind when you heard number one? I don't know who the captain was called tails because tails never fails. And then heads landed and the chiefs were getting the ball. Yeah, he, in overtime. he called
2: heads. It landed, okay. and fails. For, first of all, if the NFL wants to know why the rule needs to be changed, all you have to do is play the audio of the crowd cheering after the chiefs won the coin toss. That was literally the loudest cheer of the entire day. In Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <over. laughs> and they were thinking Mahomes go straight on the field and end the game, like he did last week in overtime. Uh, but of course he didn't. So yes, after that happened in my head, I thought, uh, well, that's not good. I didn't, think, <laughs> I didn't think game over though, just because they had played so well in the second half. And, and I did so, but I, I thought the chiefs were gonna get at least a field goal. I'll say that. All right.
1: Okay. Reset go, Branson. Okay. I was, as I was going
0: to say about seven minutes ago, um, the obvious turning point of this game has to be the decision by Andy Reid, as prompted by Patrick Mahomes Right before half to give him one more shot with five seconds left instead of kicking the field goal. Mahomes takes too long, throws it into the, into the backfield to Tyreek. I believe it was Tyreek Hill, right? Yep. And Tyreek Hill's tackled short with zero seconds left. Reed was apoplectic at Mahomes for decision making, right. and it completely shook the the Chiefs. It like threw them out of the. They were obliterating.
1: The Bengals. Now the Bengals. Britain, are- I mean, I'm sorry. Breach said he was going to quit watching at halftime. Well, that and that that's
2: Wilson, your famous question is: you know, as a Bengals fan, what, what did you want them to do? Because that's what they shouldn't have done. Uh, because you don't want the Chiefs to do that. And I did tell you guys. I, I told my family. I told everyone this: that if the Chiefs <laughs> scored a touchdown there, I wasn't going to watch the second half. Twenty-eight to three. You were. If, if they had kicked a field goal, I would have been. You know, you're still down three scores. You still have some fight. You still have a chance. But a touchdown. It just felt like. You know, I know it's twenty-eight to three, and that's ha ha funny, but it just <laughs> didn't feel like. 28 to three that felt insurmountable at that point so when i saw they were going for it with five seconds i was like all he has to do is accidentally the last play took five seconds so he is gonna have to be a quick throw and i was happy that they were running one more play just because time could run out and i couldn't believe he was so smart in the play before where he threw it straight down so, so that it would be incomplete and the clock would stop that they did the reverse dumb thing and threw it to the four-yard line where now your guy has to get three yards. I don't care how fast you are. You don't have a lot of space there. Everything's so compacted, and you had two defenders. There was no way the play was going to work. And then, boom, instead of being up 24-7, to seven, you're up 21-7. to seven. And those three points, I would say, were awfully pivotal.
1: So, Brenton, are you blaming Andy Reid, or are you blame Patrick Mahomes for not following instructions?
0: Uh, uh, more Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I, I think okay. Andy Reid, because Tracy Wilson reported – I think in the moment, actually, that Patrick, Mah- that Reed was like, we're kicking the field goal. And Mahomes was like, give me one more. And Reed was like, okay. And mean, like, he, you know, trust his quarterback. And then if you're Mahomes, you just have to get, make, like, get rid of the football and make sure you have one second left for a field goal there because it, you, you just have to get points. Yeah. Knowing that because Samaji Pirine took that screen, I think it was a screen, right? 41 yards mm-hmm. uh, for the score on that drive from Cincinnati. And it was, it was huge that Cincinnati got back in the game. But everybody was also like, dude, Patrick Mahomes is going nuclear. You left a minute 15 on the clock. He's going to go get a touchdown, and that score won't really matter. Um, then the Chiefs, of course, go down and don't score any points. But you had a chance to make it. If you'd get the touchdown, it's, it could have been uh, 35-10 by the time Joe Burrow touched the ball again. Or worst case, could have been... A 31-10 by the time Joe Burrow touched the ball again because the Chiefs were getting the ball back after half. Mahal, I mean, look at these stats are staggering. And I, I know uh, my boy, it's a uh, at, I think it's like at Sportech 8 or something like that. So it, does, it runs a model. But he's been pointing out, he's pointed out, and I didn't really realize this, the Bengals have been really good at making halftime adjustments all year long breach you might not even know that i didn't that was not something that was on my radar um nope i literally tweeted about it at halftime okay there you go 18 of 21 in the first half 220 yards you can see this on youtube youtube.com slash pick six if you're watching smash the like button three touchdowns zero picks uh pretty close to perfect passer rating second half patrick mahomes eight of 18 55 yards zero touchdowns two picks 12.3 quarterback rating the Bengals. Mm -hmm. One of the adjustments they made, and I I mentioned this several times, was that they realized the refs weren't throwing any flags, and they decided to be more physical with the receivers and more aggressive. But Mahomes is also sailing stuff. I I mean, like, how, how do we explain this halftime differential from a guy who's probably a Hall of Fame quarterback, but now, as I'm sure we'll talk about, secretly has hosted four AFC championship
2: games and just has one title for it? I I mean, it was interesting watching him because it didn't, it it was a combination of the Bengals. What they did differently, obviously helped, but it looked like Mahomes was less accurate. I mean, his numbers obviously say that, but he was air mailing passes. passes, And and, and then when he wasn't, he had at least three drops in the second half that just went right. I mean, Kelsey had one Tyreek Hill had one. I think Byron Pringle had one. There were just, it, it was unbelievable to see the chiefs players just letting Mahomes down like that. And so for them to have this huge lead. And if they just play somewhat competent football in the second half, they win the game. And so that's why to see that offense struggle like that. And the Bengals defense obviously played a part in that, but the chiefs also shot themselves in the foot. And so it, it was, you know, like the BJ Hill, the, that interception was a phenomenal play. You know, that's not on Mahomes; That's just a great defensive play, but their offense should just, there were just so many self-inflicted wounds and so it, you just don't usually see that from Kansas City.
1: I think it's a. It started. I mean, I think we agreed it started with that last drive of the second quarter. But it was another example of that offense trying to get too cute. Remember last week on fourth and one, they took the ball in my home's hand and ran that stupid. But brought in the tight end uh, Blake Bell. I think his name's Blake. and ran that stupid play and Our former Oklahoma quarterback. Blake yeah. Bell. What What are we doing? I mean, why Why are we overcomplicating things? And I I get letting my do it. And I'm not really blaming my homes for. Uh, I'm blaming him for the past, but you know, you you take the good with the bad. We just saw what he did seven days ago. We we couldn't quit gushing about it, and uh, I think Breach is right. It's a combination of things. Mahomes wasn't great. Like he he was not even. And Tony Romo sort sort of mentioned it. He's like, when you're up eleven points, you're less aggressive than when you're trailing by seven. Like you you just sure. miss miss wide open receivers. They he missed Byron Pringle. He missed Travis Kelsey, and then the drops that that Breach just mentioned.
0: You're you're trying to be precise and to kill and like to hit these short passes and kill clock. You're not like, all right, we're screwed. We got to figure this out and just kind of make
1: it. But even out. on like a 15 yard dig route, you're willing to miss wide as opposed to trying to hit him in the numbers as for fear of inter- an interception. When you're back against the wall, you don't care about that. But I think basically that the team's changed uniforms of the half. Cause in the first half, um, uh, balls were just being dropped by uh, joe burrow receivers t higgins didn't have a he had i think he had at least one drop and then he just got red hot uh there were some calls in the first half that could have gone the Bengals' way that didn't that may have uh had the score be a little closer and then things things flipped and you know we've been saying it for weeks now joe burrow does not care like he is not afraid of anything and how about this i think you know evan mcpherson is probably the mvp I think a close second for this game is the offensive line. Because Joe Burrow, I think, was sacked once. He had to run around a little bit, but there were no nine sacks in this yeah, game. He had a couple escapes that were just
2: absolutely... I bad. mean, third down escapes, too. and Back to back, third and sevens. McPherson was out there setting records left and right, as uh, Debo just brought up. He, he has the most field goals in playoff history without a miss for a single season. He is 12-12. The previous record was Brandon McManus, 10-10. And he also... His third all-time just overall for the most field goal attempts without a miss, which we've brought up before because Robbie Gold hit 20-20 when he hit that game-winning field goal against the Packers, and I think he had uh, a field goal against the uh, the Rams, so he's 21-21. Then you have Chris Boswell, 16-16. And then you have Evan McPherson, third all-time on that list, which is bonkers. He also now has three playoff games with four field goals, which is tied with Adam Vinatieri for an NFL playoff record for your career. Evan McPherson has done this in one postseason in three games. And it's not like these are easy kicks. A lot of these have been from beyond 50. He has been, I mean, you know, Money McPherson, Shooter he's McPherson, putting, Money Mech. He's putting your dad, he's putting your dad in the record book grave. I, well, I mean, that's the, we were talking about that is that he set the record for most field goals, most playoff field goals. He set the franchise record already. My dad had nine. McPherson has 12. My dad had nine in 14 years. McPherson had 12 in one postseason. He has just been beyond phenomenal. It has been, I love that every time he hits a big kick, the, the, the Bengals rub it in on Twitter. This is why you draft a kicker and everyone else should draft a kicker. And now this looks like one of literally one of the best, what, 30 draft picks of the entire 2021 draft? Is that yeah.
1: crazy? No, it's not. And here's what's funny uh, we've gone from laughing stock Bengals to having <laughs> the best quarterback in the division. And now they're going to have – there's an argument that. I mean, Justin Tucker's the best kicker. Chris Boswell probably regular season was number two. But Evan McPherson's 1A right now. And that's a that's a huge difference maker when you have special teams on lock.
2: <laughs> and, and Lock and Ford asked me about that uh, before on Friday on his radio show where I would rank McPherson in the NFL. And I think he's already a top five kicker, but the crazy thing is that the other two of the top five, Tucker's number one, Boswell's probably in that top five. So you have three AFC North kickers uh, in that top five range for the entire NFL, not just you know not just the AFC or not just the AFC North.
3: Well,
0: I mean, let's give credit to Duke Tobin here too for this. You know, some of the recent drafting, just you know, dating back to 2018, and obviously, you know, Billy Price didn't work out, but they got Jesse Bates and Sam Hubbard in that draft. Uh, let me know if I'm missing anybody else. Oh, Alden Tate, who's contributed. Uh, Jonah Williams, Drew Sample had to step in when CJ Uzama got hurt. Uh, Jermaine Pratt, my NC State guy, who has been playing pretty well uh in, in the in the third round. Ryan Finley, of course, in the fourth round, back to back NC State picks.
1: Um there was also the a
0: 2019.
1: Guy... The 2019 classes that they are a huge reason why this team is successful.
0: Yes, correct. Uh 2020 also pretty good. Joe Burrow and T Higgins, they opened with that worked out all right. And then uh the 2021 class, I mean Jamar Chase obviously is contributing a lot you got uh and who was it Tyler Shelvin was have you seen that i'm sure you guys have seen that but Tyler Shelvin carried Joe Burrow uh off of the field ab- after LSU won the title and they carried Joe Burrow off the field after the Bengals won the game to go to the Super Bowl <laughs> uh and i mean honestly a lot of it comes i mean cr- again credit to the adjustments made in the second half Oh, by change. the way,
1: quickly, T. Yeah. Higgins, second-round pick in 2020. Logan Wilson had a huge game. He's played well all season. Clee Kareem played yeah. uh, on Sunday as well. Akeem Adanje has had to start. Um, so those are all 2020 guys, and th- uh, two of those guys are day two picks. Uh, Akeem davis Gaither, is he hurt? Breach, where's he been? Uh, I don't know. Okay, because he's another guy that I like coming out, but another athletic linebacker in the middle of that defense. So that 2020 class would rank up there with, with anyone. And I, I,
0: I would say, too, that, like, this is a little reminiscent of that run that the bingo. So when the Bengals drafted AJ green and Andy Dalton and they put together, they had a couple of good draft classes they put together in a row. Cause I think they took, um, Oh gosh, shoots uh, the the uh, Atkins and like in that same rate, you know what I'm saying? They, they kind of had this good run of drafting and it resulted in them being relevant for several years in a row, culminating that 2015 season. The
2: difference is, and this is not, this is not a rip on Andy Dalton. It's just Joe Burrow is this ice cold killer. And I mean, then there, there are other parts of this that Trent Taylor, he caught the two point conversion. I think Zach Taylor was asked after the game. Is that and, your son? <laughs> how, how many <laughs> plays did you have designed for, for Trent Taylor in that game? Cause he only caught two passes all season. Uh, and Taylor's like, that was it literally Taylor had one play. He was wide open on it. It's a huge play. Hey, do your job. He did it. And that was it. The guy's like, I got one play in the playbook this week and I am going to nail it. And he nailed it. Uh, and, uh davis gaither i think he got injured in november i, I didn't couldn't okay. remember it was season ending but i guess it was because he had another good
1: player at app state i want to i'm going to bring it up again breach but I, i'm telling you i just told Mac this this team reminds me of the oh five steelers second year quarterback playing with a ton of confidence i mean they have a running game but the running game hasn't really been clicking it flashed at times with joe mixon on, on sunday but prior to that it wasn't like joe mixon was the end all be all it was mostly The defense and and Jamar Chase. I thought the Chiefs did a good job slowing up Jamar Chase. T. Higgins stepped up, and that's what you need to happen. You have other guys step up, and T. Higgins was absolutely unstoppable uh, in the second half. But I I think, and this is, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, but I was asked about, you know, in terms of the matchup, the Super Bowl matchup, one team makes a ton of mistakes and gets away with it. Another team doesn't make any mistakes and is winning football games. The Bengals make very few mistakes.
2: Yeah, they've they been very mistake free since December. They used, I mean, Burrow was a fumble machine, interception machine earlier in the season, but they've really, really cut down on that, which is obviously huge. And bringing up their their running game. Uh, it, it's so funny because everyone was talking about the fact. Not everyone. If, Tony Romo was screaming if about the Bengals it, was, If the Bengals oh, lose God. this game, all anyone is talking about is the fact that Zach Taylor would not stop running oh, the ball God. on first down. And it was so frustrating because they were literally getting like one yard to carry and you're facing second and nine every single time. They, every ran on, time. they ran at least 12 times on first down. I stopped keeping track late in the fourth quarter is getting so frustrated and, and too often in the game. But yeah, so it was – it, it, well, and, and well, they had, uh, finished with 88 yards on 21 carries averaged more than four yards a carry somehow which is the crazy part they
0: well, had um, a they had a first down because uh, i wrote this down um in the third quarter they go they get the stop of they get the stop of Mahomes in the offense in that opening drive you're like oh my god like the chiefs are the chiefs are letting like if the chief because if the chiefs have got the field goal and they get a touchdown in the opening drive this game is over we're not nobody's watching it it's it's done. Um, the the Bengals get the stop and then they go play action on first down to a wide open T Higgins. Burrow actually underthrew it a little bit. Maybe if he hits him in stride, he scores. But you know, regardless, you know, you're like, all right, these guys are about to get a touchdown and get back into it. They immediately go first down run, it gets absolutely stuffed. Second down, they get a a false start and then try a screen or something like that. And then a game, yeah, second down, delay a game. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then third down, it was like third and 14, I believe. And they, they were definitely in. If you get six yards, you can go for it, or you can kick a long field goal if you get eight or nine yards range, and they take a deep shot down the field. I do have major concerns about Zach Taylor, the, the play calling from the Bengals, because, but because I think they're going to run them first down a bunch, but I think the Rams probably will too. So
1: I, I don't know. Well, that someone that, asked me, well, on HQ, is is Zach Taylor a good coach? I said I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> He yeah. did a lot of stupid things against the Chiefs. He kept running the ball on first down. He's like, well, he's going to the Super Bowl. I said, well, you know, I used to tell the time. I don't know if Matt Lafleur's is a good coach. I think he's a good coach. He keeps winning 13 games each season. We'll find out if Aaron Rodgers leaves how good he can really be, but at least he's proven himself. I don't know the first thing about Zach Taylor. We were laughing for the longest time that he was going to get fired. Now he's going to get an extension, a well-earned extension, based on what he did. But, again, I don't know. if he, He's not the best coach in the, in the AFC North. He may be. He may be the third or fourth best coach in the AFC North. I, I think it was uh Kevin Clark that tweeted. It's like a picture of
0: Zach Taylor and a picture of uh, Ed Orgeron. It's like Joe Burrow told these guys, do you want to do you wanna do you want to win a title? Shut up and get in the car. And I mean just dragging them, <laughs> dragging them to a championship. I mean, it really does feel that way. And, and I made the face um about the Bengals making mistakes because Burrow did have one really bad pick. And then had another one that it was a, a throwaway that almost ended up being picked,
2: but yeah, that was ugly. That was ugly.
0: Yeah, and it was like because it, it was like, oh, nerve setting in a little. But if, per- we're, if we're
1: keeping score, the the team we'll talk about in a mo- moment had a ton. have had a ton of mistakes the last two weeks that they had no business winning those football games.
0: Okay. Do um, how do we feel that game was officiated? And, and by the way, we've had uh, an an unprecedented run of six. Just incredible football games. Insane. Fantastic. I mean, divisional weekend, conference championship weekend, just
2: insane. You know, as as somebody who wanted the Bengals to win, and, you know, I, I think I was pretty clear about this in Slack, I thought the worst call was T. Higgins, the Bengals' field goal drive. Um, it was a second down play, the throw to the left side. It, yeah, it was, it was the there. Bengals' second possession, and they were down there, and and he got held. I mean, he had to try and catch the ball with one arm because his other arm was being held And I don't know how you don't call that. And right then it didn't, you know, like it's early in the game. It was only seven, nothing, but you still felt like eh, the Bengals could really use a touch on this drive because you don't want to fall behind the chiefs. And and so I think that was really, and then, you know, a few possessions later for both teams, you realize the ref wasn't going to throw a flag for anything unless somebody had a bloody nose or tried to murder someone. So then you realize, okay, well, they're just not throwing the flags either way. Cause then I, I don't know that evened out necessarily, but there was definitely uh, you know, they picked up a couple flags in the second half that would have gone against the Bengals, And so I thought overall, the officiating kind of evened out. So if chiefs fans say, Hey, we got ripped off in the second half. I felt like the Bengals got ripped off in the first yeah. half and I felt like yeah. it evened out overall.
1: I give breach credit for not whinging as a, when they were getting their asses kicked about the officiating. Cause that, I mean, that doesn't matter. And they came back and they just played and they won the game. He's right. The T Higgins call was a missed call, but here's the thing. The very next play, Jamar Chase dropped the ball to hit him in the hands. I don't know if the sun was in his eyes or whatever that was. Yeah, he's right in the end zone. Hit him in the hands. He dropped it. Very next play. Hmm. So uh, they had to settle for the field goal. So it, it it would have worked out fine. I think the biggest takeaway from that drive is that they lost uh, CJ Uzama, who looks like he's probably done for the year. He came yeah, back out on
2: crutches. unlikely to play. I mean, maybe there's a. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a sprain, so it's you know there's a, it's a Super Bowl. You know,
1: he's going to bust his it? It? It to make analysis? sure.
0: sprained sprain. MCL. He's probably ninety yeah. ten. Not. To I'm sorry,
1: sprained what? MCL. 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 Okay. M as good. in M M&M. and M. Gotcha. Yeah, he, he's not playing, probably. M is in the
0: MF and Bengals are in the Super Bowl. Right. MF and Bengals, um, Super Bowl! Yeah, Super Bowl, I mean... Bangle, you, Bowl, Bengals, Super Bowl. I mean, the first drive by the Chiefs and the first couple of drives by the Chiefs... Well, So the first touchdown drive by the Chiefs was at 11 plays, 84 yards, and Mahomes is rolling out right and just slings this laser to the back right corner of the end zone to Tyreek Hill that he reels in for a touchdown. And there's just nothing you can do about that.
1: You know what's funny about that play? Uh, Awuzie Awuzie was in coverage. And Tyreek Hill was running, like, at speed 4. Awuzie was running at speed 5,000. And he was losing ground on him. And then he makes that insane catch where, you know, he looked like he was going to come out of his skin.
0: Um, Then... And, and like I wrote down that the at that time that the Chiefs offensive line was just dominating and they were. I mean, this offensive line had been coming together, the Bengals just weren't getting any pressure on the homes at all. Like, I think Trey Hendrickson had been
2: maybe near him once. And then it's like he took Flintstone vitamins at halftime or something because he came out and dominated the that's, second half. I mean, for to steroid. have that kind of turnaround, was insane. <laughs> <laughs> hey, steroids.
0: Uh, that was the first. I don't think, ever... I don't think
2: those work that fast, Princeton.
0: This is the craziest stat. Even though I know you're joking, I know, I know that's how it works. I think it, I, I have no idea. I'm taking steroids. I th- I think this is the like the craziest stat from this game. That was Patrick Patrick Mahomes' first ever opening drive touchdown in a playoff game. That's that was wild to hear. Usually the Chiefs start slow, but they roll that momentum for that Bills game over. Started hot. Um, the third downs, I think, were enormous for the for the Bengals early because they were running the football on first down, trying to screen to alleviate the pressure on Burrow early, like on second downs, and basically needed Burrow to find a miracle on third and medium, third and long. And, and they, they did. Pulled. Yeah, they did. They pulled it off early. And uh, oh, the, 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 the Chiefs, I guess, second touchdown drive because it didn't even happen till the second quarter. Pretty slow game early on the pace picked up of course it looked like there were two or three blocks in the back so just back to the officiating it felt like
2: they were they were not throwing flags
0: blocks and in the back
1: in, on the pass block like you can't get a block well, in the back on the yet.
2: one where where uh, Mahomes made the crazy plan through the touchdown pass was, in in and he was, getting, that was the defense line that got tackled yeah and well, then- You
1: get tackled you, the offensive lineman flopped on him and you know sometimes you can jump on the defender if he falls on the ground I don't know the letter of the law in terms of what that was I I didn't have an issue with it, but again, I had no skin in that game.
0: I mean, it wasn't like, I mean, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't something where you're like, this is a clear cut.
1: It wasn't a Tom Brady nosebleed situation.
0: (laughs) Right. I mean, but it was, it was definitely like, uh, I think the point of that was the officials were in this game. We're going to let these guys
2: play. They said they were going to swallow our flags. We're just going to swallow them. Yeah. We're not going to use them.
1: You swallow the whistle. You keep your flag in your pocket.
2: No, you can swallow the whistle and the flag. You stuff the flag.
0: That's what they did in this game. Gotcha. I mean, there were six total penalties. The Chiefs' first penalty came under the five minute mark in the third quarter.
1: That's the, Bengals, the, the Bengals, do it The Bengals penalty. only had four penalties, and I don't think any of them were big, except there was the DPI that set up the. Um, that was late in the second quarter. It didn't matter because, you know, Patrick Mahomes threw the ball sideways. I mean, Jermaine
0: Pratt jacked somebody up. Three yards out of bounds, and they just didn't. They're like, nah. We're
1: not yeah, that's that's fine. Mike Hilton, I told you guys, grab someone. It, the ball was going to be caught anyway. It's it's fine. Let him play, because then we're yelling, screaming about well, why are we wasting time with these stupid penalties. So, I had no issue with it.
2: Okay, so fun fact: are- yes. <laughs> Patrick it. Mahomes, thirty nine and four in his career. When the Chiefs have a lead of fourteen or more points in a game, Oh and two against Joe Burrow, thirty nine and two against everyone else. we, we saw your tweet. At, not everyone follows
0: via, me Yeah, at ESPN Stats and Info.
2: I, I mean, uh, <laughs> the only people I the only thing I tweeted about was the Bengals today. So maybe I lost some followers. I got a, I got a fun fact.
1: about Rams. I got a funner fact than that, Breach. When Tyreek Hill scores a touchdown, the Chiefs are 21 and 0.
2: But well, 21 and 1 now. They're 21
1: and 1 now.
0: Ah. Okay. So on the Chiefs, <laughs> follow John Breach.
2: Why would you not follow him? How many, how many followers does Breach have? Hey, Breach hey you, you guys follow. want a fun fact about my profile photo? You're outside of Randy's? Uh, you know where Randy's is? In Los Angeles. It is in Los Angeles. My photo was taken in Los Angeles. My wife's coming full circle. I'm gonna go reenact the photo in my Bengals jersey at the Super Bowl.
0: By the way, you always hear us joke about Breach's email. Look, it's right there. Johnny B bad at 18 at gmail.com. 40 year old man has a 40 email year old man, father of one, has Johnny B bad email. Okay, so I, I don't I don't like to I don't like to participate in this. Sort of uh-huh. narrative, but I'm going to do it anyway. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is arguably oh
2: boy, oh boy. Oh, here he goes. Well oh <laughs> done. I recuse myself from this conversation. I'm
0: just saying that if you're the Chiefs, is there is there any look? They they broke they broke a long drought for titles. They won the title, but they've now been to four AFC Championship games, hosted four AFC Championship games in the four years Mahomes has been the quarterback. And, and they only came away, only came away with one title. Now, for losers like myself and Breach, who spent the past twenty five years titleless, one title is a godsend. Devo too, right? Devo crying his Eagles Mike Malusa jersey or whatever. Mike, Mike Malusa, Malusa jersey. I like that better. Yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> if you're, I mean, I guess i like, is there any, is there any cause for concern? that the Chiefs have now hosted four AFC Championship games and have just one title from it.
1: Let me put it to you this way. If there is any cause com- for concern, the Steelers will, will send 10 first-round picks to Kansas City <laughs> for Patrick Mahomes' right.
2: Both losses were in overtime, and no matter who the quarterback was last year against the Buccaneers, no one was winning. It could have been a, a crossbreed of Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. The offensive the Chief- line
1: was the yeah, problem.
2: There, it didn't matter who the quarterback was in that Super Bowl So, I and you know what is funny though, Brinson is but to your point, if the Chiefs don't pull off a wild comeback in the Super Bowl against 49ers, then you're talking about no titles because they were down 10 in the fourth quarter in that game. Exactly. What would the narrative be if the 49ers had beaten the Chiefs around Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes? It would be the first 10 years of Peyton Manning's career
1: where they win the big one. Just paid Manning and then he wins it and then so yeah, that's right. So the the problem is it's not even a problem. I have no issue with the the Chiefs. I mean, winning football games is hard, especially this time of year. But the problem is that they won too early, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Remember what you said about Andy Reid? He finally won a game, like no one talks about Andy Reed anymore. We just talk about one play a game where he's like trying to be cute and it blows up in his face occasionally. What? And, and was he went like
3: to
2: four conference honest. title games with the Eagles and didn't win a Super Bowl. you know. Right. So, the, the, And then people forget that that happened if you don't have a Super Bowl to show for. And if anything, I think this puts more into perspective what Tom Brady did with, uh, I think he played seven home conference, maybe more. But he won, I think only won, lost one conference title game at home. Maybe. And if yeah. that's the case, I'll, I'll check in a second. But if that's the case, and Mahomes already lost two, it just tells you how hard it is to win and get to the Super Bowl and, you know, Mahomes is a great quarterback and it puts more I'm, respect. I'm, not, in what I'm Brady did. questioning Patrick Mahomes or questioning Andy Reid. I think they're
0: two of the greatest of all time already. Um, Joe Burrow has never lost a playoff game.
2: Joe Burrow is That's, absolutely. Joe Burrow is nine. Is it nine and zero oh now in these must win I mean, games? Nine and zero with like 31 touchdowns and two interceptions. Uh, There's one interception, D- right? Do you have one I last think, week? Yeah, I think he has two total. Maybe right. yeah, two, something like that.
0: Um, I'm looking at the the uh, Brady stuff. I want to say he lost two to Baltimore, but I could be wrong.
2: I mean, the conference it, title games, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, like Tom. Well, I, but remember, I
0: mean, T- and Tom Brady, we we talked about this. We Breach read the quote last week. Or, or last week during the uh, Brady retirement. Um,
1: yesterday. It was literally yesterday. Yesterday, <laughs> 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 last week. Technically last week. Was and Sunday, but yes. Six
2: and one. Brady went six and one in home conference title games. Last week. Was that yesterday? My
0: God. Yeah.
2: Um, Brady was like, oh, my God, it's been 10 years.
0: Like, am I ever going to win another one? I'm just saying it's, you know, it was like we did this. We did this stupid narrative stuff with the. The newest dynasty. Who's the newest dynasty? Is it the Holmes? Is it... There was talk... Is it? They were like, is it Carson Wentz? That was a talk. I was like, the Eagles, the
2: newest dynasty, which is idiotic. Maybe it's the Bengals. Is it the Bengals? No. I'm not we saying, saying sorry, it's not the Bengals. Right. But I will say that this adds another hiccup. If you're Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, it's not going to be easy back to the Super because now you have the Bengals, you have the bills. Obviously that's, you know, you have one team your way. That's one thing. Now you have two teams that are flat out in your way. If you know, like during the Brady years, during his height in AFC, it was Peyton Manning. That was the only team that was consistently in his way. Right. Roethlisberger definitely would have been in the conversation, but it, it was Peyton Manning. And so now if you're Mahomes and Reed, you're going to have two teams in your way, minimum for probably the next 10 years. You know, it doesn't mean the Bengals are going to get back to the Super Bowl ever, but it means they could knock the chiefs out in the playoffs. It's I mean, if you, if you had to play Joe Burr in the playoffs,
0: you can't feel good about your chances because Joe Burrow's a stone cold killer. All right, let's. No hear. matter what happens in the Super Bowl, you would probably
1: say the Chiefs are the Super Bowl favorites for next year, right? Yes. Yeah, no, I think that's right. Unless Tom Brady comes back.
0: I mean, unless the Bengals fire Zach Taylor. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. Hold enemies. on. Hold on. What if all Aaron Rodgers ends up on Breaches Denver Broncos with Nathaniel Highland? More Or the Steelers. For the Steelers. No, but I mean, Nathaniel Hackett, oh, Denver Broncos. If you put Aaron Rodgers on the Steelers,
0: let's say the Bengals win the Super Bowl, and Aaron Rodgers is on the Steelers. Richard, that's worst-case scenario then for Then
2: all four AFC North teams are making the playoffs somehow. Who's the favorite
0: to win the division?
2: Probably the yeah. probably Steelers. It's Thank the Steelers. you. Thank you. If they have Aaron Rodgers, it's the
1: Steelers. They're not getting Aaron Rodgers, but that was a fun a fun thought experiment.
2: Yeah, I, right. had to, I had to stop myself. I, I'm still riding the Super Bowl wave. Did Let's I tell cut. you guys that Los Angeles, California is hosting the Super Bowl this year and the Cincinnati Bengals from Ohio are playing in that game. Hey, breach. Let me ask you of all the 16 bowls of skyline chili. If that's and what when you're going to come ask back,
0: Wilson will reveal what question he plans to ask breach. Plus are we sleeping on the wrong dynasty that might be budding from this Super Bowl next. Okay, Wilson, you had a question for Breach,
3: but I had to get to a break.
0: What is it?
1: Uh, Throughout your sports-watching career, has there been a happier moment for you than where you are sitting right now with the Cincinnati Bengals? It doesn't have to be even football. It could be, I don't know were the reds ever good i don't i don't follow baseball no even, no, it, even it, it, no the,
2: the answer is no and it's not even close all i have <laughs> is pain memories i can think of like the last five times i cried were all cincinnati sports related i, I can go over it real quick i lived in san francisco <clears throat> uh the giants and reds played in the 2012 uh the the best of three whatever that first round's called not the wild oh, card. Yeah. And the, the Reds went up 2-0, and all they had to do was win one more game. And all three of them were in Cincinnati. Boom, they get swept out. The Giants <laughs> win the World Series. Uh, 2010, the Reds are in the playoffs against What's the Phillies. It's the NLDS. It's best of five. But it's Roll, the NLDS. Oh yeah, best of five, whatever. So the Giants had to win three in a row in Cincinnati. They did it. 2010, Reds, Phillies. The Reds get no hit. Just the second team in major league history. 150 years of baseball history. Only two teams have been no hit. Don Larson with the Yankees in the 1950s, the Cincinnati Reds in 1956. Now, 1956. There we go with Don Larson, the Yankees. And then that's just, then we have the Bengals. We have 2005, 2009, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015. <laughs> it never ends. And then, not only do you have that, you have the fact that the streak the playoff streak, the playoff losing streak started on my birthday, January 13th, 1991. Uh, And then obviously the most painful memory of all where I cried for three straight hours was super bowl Uh 23. After my dad hit the field goal to put the Bengals up 16, 13 and the the 49ers took over at their own eight yard Mm -hmm. line. It just seemed like it was a lock. I was seven years old at the time, or maybe I just turned eight. Now I was seven. I just turned seven. And when that touchdown pass happened, I literally cried for that's like my first, emotional memory if you're wondering how i turned out this way it is because joe montana made me cry for an hour talk about mental child abuse i still there's a path to becoming a serial killer I, yeah, I, It but, is but. there's a path to becoming what i am right now and that by the way it was watching only few, all of this
1: only a few weeks ago before we knew the Bengals were in the playoffs that you were trying to jump on the Cincinnati bearcats bandwagon because they were undefeated Face in Alabama. You're trying to ride that train. I
2: am pro Cincinnati. I've suffered through a lot of Cincinnati sports like any other Cincinnati sports fan. I would have loved for the Bearcats to win it all, even though my wife's from Alabama and she would have loved for me to be cheering for Alabama.
1: By the way, Chris Anderson and, and, and in the chat. out in the chat, by the way. <laughs> Chris Anderson in the chat points out that Breach's Toilet is a real loser after 16 Skyline Chilies. <laughs> That is, is the truth. What is, what is this? Make? This is just another good, you know, breach moment. I'm trying to highlight some good breach moments.
2: Oh, there, there we go. It. Miami, of Ohio, which is funny because this will be the perfect segue to the next game because I went to Miami, of Ohio with Sean McVay. There you uh, go. Who went there. 2004 was his freshman year. And that was my senior year. Sean McVay in his second Super Bowl.
0: Sean McVay was like 35. 36 he just turned 36 last week it's insane just turned 36 is in his second super bowl in the last five years after a 20 to 17 victory over the 49ers his first time beating kyle shanahan since the two were hired both hired at the respective over a
1: thousand days
0: yeah guess, guess what
1: kyle uh excuse me uh sean McVay won't be doing the super bowl this year kissing up to the the veteran head coach. Hopefully he can focus on a game plan cuz it'll be Zach.
0: exactly. well and also let's not forget that you know the whole thing in 2017 2018 was like oh you know like Cliff Kingsbury was hired it's like had coffee once with Sean McVay. Uh two Sean McVay guys are in the Super Bowl now.
2: And and I will say that no one gets hated on more than Sean McVay for the amount of success he has had. It actually blows really my people mind. hate on him? No, I mean the top 10 coaching list we put out every year McVay is never I I think he I've said for The past two years, basically since he went to that Super Bowl, that I think he is a top six coach in the NFL. Uh, really? I think you could argue, no, go Google top 10 list. they don't have him, they barely have him in the top 10. You know, like, you know, I mean, I would say this the, the top 10 lists are weird because
0: you, you can't leave out Mike Tomlin. It's like hard to leave out guys who have these Super Bowl rings, Tomlin, Pete Carroll. You know I mean, like they have Tom the, Payton.
2: Tom I mean, Payton. I mean, I will why? put a guy who got to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff above almost anyone.
0: I mean, his worst season is nine and seven and the Rams were garbage before he got there. He's really young. He's I think th- like this is I get maybe a hot take. I don't know. You guys can tell me, but you know, we, we were saying we were talking about Bel- like how long is Belichick going to coach. And if you were the Patriots, how many coaches would you? Tr- oh, I don't know. It was like somebody was saying that Robert Kraft, this there was an article it was like Robert Kraft should move on from Belichick this all season. It's like this is the dumbest thing I've ever read. Did you I- write that? Did I write that? It sounds like a Brinson. No, get I or something Nesson? I was right, thinking, I just I Googled two top 10 coaching lists. I think I would trade if the if I if I were the Patriots and the Rams <laughs> called me and said, Will you give us Belichick for McVay? I think I would take McVay just because he's 36. Yeah, he's younger. He's half his, he's his age, locking him in for 20, 30 years. Right? But is that nuts? That's uh, just obvious.
1: I mean, I I don't know. It's it, it's it's. I get it. Like, yeah, if you're for the next twenty years, obviously, because I think Belichick's almost seventy. He is seventy, yeah. But he, he is seventy.
0: You have you have five, you have ten years, absolute max on Belichick. Golly, Probably five years. Old. Mar- Probably Mar- he's not coaching until he's eighty. Right. So would you take five years of Belichick or like thirty years of McVay? Well,
1: clearly McVay, yeah. Okay, well, but I not- will say McVay, he's he's one of the best coaches in the NFL, but he is way more conservative than he you know people of his age we expect them to be based on analytics and all that other stuff that we always talk about like he does some things that most of us disagree with and we every week we're wondering we're like well why did they punt a fourth and one from the other team's 38 yard line
0: he's not great a game he's not at all but
1: by the way which by the way hold on though here's something that I, i should mention at the top before i forget How are you burning through three timeouts with 10 minutes to go in the second half and burning through your challenges? That's his
2: specialty. Nobody burns through timeouts faster than Sean McVay.
0: Uh, Sean McVay's two challenges in that game. And for the record, the Rams won 20-17, to taking down the 49ers, shut down the run game. Matthew Stafford, 60 minutes away from being in the Hall of Fame.
2: Suck it, nerds. (laughs) Uh, And you know what's going to be a fun conversation this offseason also, which we'll probably talk about? You brought up Patrick Mahomes, so I'm going to bring this up. Kyle Shanahan. Mm Hmm? Now has been a part of the biggest blown Super Bowl lead in history. Offense coordinator for the Falcons, the second biggest blown Super Bowl lead in history when they blew his team blew a twenty to ten lead against the Chiefs in the fourth quarter, and his team just blew the largest fourth quarter lead in conference title game history. Here's the uh, other side. I, that's I, a track record. That's I, I, a track yeah, record it is a promise. track
1: record, but let me give you the other side of the it's coin. Too
2: conservative. It's very obvious. Yeah. Well,
0: let yeah, me yeah. let I me mean, give you guys the other
1: other side of the coin. Do you want? Freddie Kitchens, or do you want someone who's at least in the mix? And by in the mix, I mean better than ninety-five percent of the team. No, yeah,
2: I'm not saying they should fire him. I'm just saying that you've got
1: to figure out the last five percent. Maybe you bring in an as, offensive as coordinator or somebody in, up
2: in the booth who who gets to like help you make call. Like he clearly, what do you? you have an initial with him this? Falls apart coaching. Like what's. What? He wasn't nice was like, Pumping up Sean McVay, who just gave away two free. Time? I was like, say, and totally he still crazy. won, and he still won. I mean, despite
1: despite the fact, Breach, you can't. I mean, the still just justify the means. That's a saying okay. that.
2: Exactly. I'm just saying, one is a coincidence, two's a trend, three's, eh, eh. You blow Man. three of the Post. biggest leads in, in the biggest games in NFL history. That's a problem.
0: Both Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay are incredible play designers, incredible offensive minds, and like a lot of the coaches in the NFL, not very good at in game decision making. So wait a
1: second. It where are you, Brinson? Because that clearly Breach has lost his mind. He's he's drunk on, on <laughs> He's trying to like fire Kyle Shanahan. Also. Drunk on Bengals bomb. Where like who out who co outcoached who in this NFC game?
0: Uh, both it's yes. <laughs> I mean, like Shanahan
1: like, outcoached McVay. I thought Shanahan was
0: a better coach.
1: The, my, thought, my only issue with Shanahan is the fourth and two punt after yes. after McVay burned the final timeout and the worst challenge in the history of challenges and, and breaches up here supporting him. And like, and like I'm a, I've got like, mo- like several group chats going where it's you know everyone's
0: like, Oh my god, Sean McVay threw the challenge flag on that. Not only is he not has no chance in hell of winning it. Not only does he – he cannot now he, – now he can't challenge anything else for the rest of the game, but he's also given the 49ers an opportunity to, like, take a breath and say, oh, my, let's go for this and end this game. And that was the biggest mistake.
1: I they, do wonder also, by the way, he doesn't have a quarterback. Now, that's his own doing. He brought Jimmy G in, and they drafted Trey Lance. Trey Lance wasn't ready. I get all that. But Jimmy G is not is not good. And, you know, I, I hey, see –
0: Jimmy G's hurt too. I mean, like, he, you know.
1: How many excuses? If, if Jimmy G looked like me, no one's making excuses for this guy. He looks like, you know, he was, he's a Greek god. So, like, oh, it's okay. He's, I mean, J- Jimmy,
0: Jimmy had some good throws in the game and some terrible throws in the game,
1: which is Jimmy, a typical Jimmy G afternoon.
0: Jimmy G was Jimmy G. But again,
2: it, it, that's
1: that's probably, probably he's probably an average quarterback. He's 100% replacement level. That's exactly what Jimmy Garoppolo How is. How
2: funny would it have been? If they put in Trey just Kyle Shannon put in Trey Lance for the final drive and they won, he's like, I was holding that the whole season. That was like just you know, holding you guys off. It wouldn't have been funny, right? No. Oh, but
0: uh, by the way, uh, we are giving away a hundred dollar gift card to Paramount Plus. I forgot to mention this the entire time. Smash the like button to be eligible to win a hundred dollars of Paramount Plus gift cardish. I don't even know what that word is. The point being is you can pay for Paramount Plus for a year. So
1: I'll reiterate what I was uh, what I said when we were talking about the Bengals. Um, the Rams are winning despite themselves. They've made a ton of mistakes. They should they should have lost to the Bucks because the way they played in the second half, they should have lost this game. Except Garoppolo got crazy. Um, here's where here's the turning point. This wasn't all Jimmy Garoppolo's fault. In fact, I would give him maybe 25 percent blame. The blame unfortunately goes on Jaworski Tart dropping that ball because that came right after the fourth and two punt, which goes back to Kyle Shanahan. To sort justified
0: fourth. the punt, by the way, if he makes the interception.
1: Well, here's the thing: if you go for it. They get the ball there anyway, so it doesn't matter. Just just go for it. What are you doing? I get it. You don't trust Jimmy G, but you have Debo. You have all those options. Jaquaski-Tart drops the ball. The next play, Odell Beckham makes a huge catch. They end up scoring. Um, and, and after that, uh, oh, and on the subsequent series, Jimmy G throws it right to, to Jalen Ramsey, who also drops it. Yeah.
0: So and, and he had a touchdown over the, over the top. Look, Jimmy G is not an elite quarterback or anything like that. I mean, I'm – but, like, you can you can get to a Super Bowl with Jimmy G, ipso facto, because it's happened. You, you got to the conference championship game and had a lead. And Breach, you like pounded on this
2: largest lead coughed up in the history of NFC championship. I mean, you're <laughs> up 10 points. Largest fourth quarter lead. Well, I mean, it's there's been a lot of NFC championships, Princeton. No one else has done it. I mean, but they weren't up 33 points. I, I mean, mean we talk about that how crazy that Packers Seahawks game was quarter. in in Who the
0: Chiefs and the Niners? It's not even so close. It's the Chiefs, man. Chiefs are at home with a
2: 21-3 lead against a team that
0: can't it's,
3: it's, it's, it's close. It's close. It.
2: it's close. You have a four, double. The Chiefs did not have a lead in the fourth quarter. Wasn't it tied? Yeah,
1: Chiefs, Chiefs only scored three points in the second half. It, it,
2: the Chiefs were 21-3. 21-10 at half.
1: Yes. Steve, no,
0: no
2: the, Chiefs, the Chiefs choked away more, but I think it's closer than you're trying to make it out to be. Blowing a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter is bad. Absolutely. And Kyle Shanahan, not they put the McVay
0: challenging the Kyle Juszczyk. First of all, Shanahan got shook because he ran the second down. Elijah, the 49ers were running the ball very effectively. And I think he thought he was going to end this game right there and get down there and score again. Second down run to Elijah Mitchell, he gets stuffed. Credit to the Rams defensive line for winning there because they hadn't, you know, the 49ers offensive line been playing really well. Then on third down, they did the thing where they ran Trent Williams in motion, but Jimmy G flipped it to check up the middle, and I thought Troy Aikman had maybe his best comment of the year as an announcer. He said he he basically thought that Kyle thought that he had put enough on film where the Rams would believe this is an outside run, and check would be able to get three yards of the middle very easily in a first down. He didn't, and then. Kyle was going to punt McVeigh challenged. And then he came out and did the delay game thing. Just go there, have some stones and go there. I know it's hard in that moment to go, but you're shouldn't be. You're an offensive guru. You have all these, all these different bizarre weapons that you can just get like out in space. And just one quick hitter is all you're looking for. And not that the game's over, but you feel pretty good about winning. They punt, Rams go down, kick a field goal, make it seventeen all.
1: Well, the the, the what happens? J- Joukowsky-Tart drops the arm punt, the worst throw I've seen Matthew. And
2: you know what? Also, that was that was the game, right? I mean, you've got you cannot drop that interception.
1: You Let, cannot. And Joukowsky-Tart's drop. defense. He tweeted after the game. He said, "I take full responsibility. This will not define me." And I give him a lot of and credit he, for saying that. He's
2: not going forty yards away from the throw. Like it's not. No, a I mean, it's not. It, it is going to define him because that's all anyone's going to talk about. And eh, unless the 49ers win another Super won't. Bowl. As someone
1: are you, are you as, as a 49ers fan noted, if he didn't make a tackle last week against the Buccaneers, they're not playing anyway. So if
2: he gets OK, so then that makes it better. I
1: think the fourth and two is way worse than the two. Yeah, 100 percent. Here's drop. the thing. And B-Mac brought this up he when you said it, it for a reason. That's exactly what B-Mac said. I mean, yeah. put Debo Samuel back there if you want to, want to make sure he catches it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's what you call, if you're watching on YouTube, you can read what Chukwoski said. No excuses. I deserve all the criticism my way. Opportunity I dream of. I came up short, let my brothers down. I will still want to find me as a person or a player, only to get stronger and better. Tough, Believe tough, that. tough. Scene when Joe Buck is like, and he's intercepted. Uh, and, oh, <laughs> oh, my God! He dropped that. <laughs> he dropped that. No, I, I think brinson's right. I think if you don't, if you go for a fourth and two, it doesn't matter because yeah. here's what happens: Jacowski Tart drops more it more quickly. Game theory. The <laughs> game theory. Jacowski Tart drops it. Very next play, Odell Beckham gets thirty yards, and then there's the late hit. That gets a 15 more yards, so it's a 45 yard swing anyway. Go for it. it, it
0: also, if you go for it, on, and, and let's not forget, Kyle didn't use his timeouts before the two minute warning. Not that you know it ultimately ended up mattering, but you give that break. The Rams defense comes out rejuvenated. If you go for it, and you don't get it, you are still up 17-14, and the Rams have the ball. Instead of the Rams in burning their own off,
2: territory, in their own territory,
0: correct. But instead of them burning off nine plays, 63. Yards three minutes, maybe it's two or three plays, or I guess be five plays,
2: and then stop them and they kick. There's less time going off the clock there. And you know, I I feel like the only reason, yeah, I don't know. That's one of those things where. Shanahan is so he, he progressive, to... but then in a play like that, he's never going for it. We all knew he wasn't even course not. when, when he called the timeout, and he brought his line out. Everybody's he's not stopped. Not, not ever everybody.
1: Cause if you saw Sean, McBee's face, you go, Oh my God, what did I do? I yes,
2: that's true. <laughs> and, and so the other part there is that they had struggled to run the ball. I think they averaged like two and a half yards of carry. And so I feel like that weighed on Shanahan, but you this is like the same thing as a two point conversion. You got to have a play in your book where you can get two yards. He, ha- he has 10 of those
3: plays.
1: He just didn't call it.
2: He's a master of drawing these things up. So take, what's the advantage here? You, run it, an run offensive it. genius, calling an offensive play, or putting it and giving it to another offensive genius who's going to just run down your throat because he's going to just call, like, no. you, like, you got to have more faith in your offensive play calling right. Sean McFay's. The 40 yards defense has been really good
0: over the last few weeks, few months.
1: Fred Warner was playing like a man possessed. He tried to murder Matthew Stafford in the first half.
0: But there's a reason why people want offensive coaches. There's a reason why offense wins. It's because you want to have the, like you have the advantage by being on offense. You dictate the terms, go out there, convert the fourth and two yep. make McVay desperate. You can hire why? anybody to
1: pawn on fourth and two.
0: They had No timeouts left. Cause McVay had burned through them all. You can melt the entire clock down. And you have a lead. Lay your wave lay your nuts on the table and go win the damn game. I mean it's ridiculous.
1: I used to when I lived in Arizona, I used to play a lot of golf because I lived in Arizona and I remember playing with this old timer, randomly paired up with him once. And he traveled travel from the East Coast and he was we were the par five, the last hole in 18, and water in front of the green. He hit a good drive and he said, I didn't drive all this way to lay up and Charlie to laying up. Exactly. And and uh Kyle Shanahan laid up. Pull out the three wood. See what happens. And the thing is, you hit your three with 250 every time in the middle of the fairway. Hit it. What's going to happen? So so I, thought,
0: I thought he was so shook by the use the, check, the setup with the Williams motion thing.
1: Because they talked he about had, it. He, they called timeout. He had a minute. I know. And then he,
0: then he put the offense out there. It was like, oh, my God. He's actually going to put him on the table and go for it here. And he just returned
1: up. I mean. After the game, they asked him specifically about that. I don't know if you guys heard the press conference. Said, I never thought about going for it. Hate that. I hate it too.
2: And that's how you blow double-digit leads. Break so bre- breaches Breach is a,
1: little, a, little, cocky. Br- a yeah. little
2: cocky. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Yes, hey, why, you don't you, why don't you
2: stick to being the lovable underdog? Okay? <laughs> I know. This doesn't suit <laughs> you. So I, I wanted, guys. Mind. You know what? I wanted my 2010 prediction to come true. The Bengals 49ers from 12 years ago. (laughs) And Brinson would have won a ton of money if it would have been Bengals 49ers. I have my tweet from 2010. that predicted Bengals 49ers Super Bowl 56. And it just fell apart for me and Brinson. But again, you know, like, and McVay has the same problem where you're just not aggressive enough in those situations. You get too conservative and you know, you guys, Brinson asking who out coach and, and Wilson answering yes, or, or whatever okay, it was other way around the way around. <laughs> that is exactly what this game was. It was like, who could out conservative who? And it was Shanahan.
1: Hey Bridge, there's uh Travis in the chat is the only Bengals fan in a 50 mile radius in is in Hawaii, surrounded by 49ers fans. Oh my god. There's a big, there's one Bengal fan in Hawaii, and he's watching this podcast. Right I now. love I'm the here.
2: idea of that. I love the idea of that. That is hilarious. Yeah. Bengals I mean, Nation has, has reached I mean, Hawaii. Screaming. <laughs>
1: right now. Um <laughs> unreal.
0: This game, this game was it was uh it was very slow. I think this game should
1: have been played first because the the Bengals Chiefs game was bonkers.
2: Well, and you know, what's funny. is, So by the time I'm done celebrating and returning texts and, and, you know, communicating with as many people as possible, this game is like eight minutes into it. And I'm like, my God, what did I miss? And the score is still zero zero. I'm like, I didn't miss anything. Okay, so that's that's easy. So literally, I guess nothing happened in the first eight minutes. Well, I guess Stafford uh, through an interception. No. Oh, in the goal uh, near the end zone. Yeah, yeah. Stafford had a uh said, yeah, because I went back and watched that highlight. I don't it's know a, if you had curious,
0: seen uh George Kittle on a on a on a free
1: shot down the field. Oh god. Um, I think you were probably around to see the medicine ball that Jimmy G threw to Debo Samuel to try to get him murdered.
2: Oh yeah, I did see. It, and they threw a flag. But like 10 seconds
0: and then picked that, it up. Fox Fox posted put a tweet on the broadcast. It was like Debo Samuel doesn't want to hear you talking about what Jimmy G does on the field. He backs his quarterback. And the very next play is just Debo just getting trucked, like as he goes, sorry, as he goes across the middle because Jimmy
1: threw a helium balloon. All right. The, the, people have noted that we are sort of, you know, passive aggressively dumping on the Rams. The Rams won the football game. Cooper Cup played amazing. Odell Beckham played out of his freaking mind. Kendall Blanton came in for an injured Tyler Higby had five catches, 57 yards. Kendall Blanton, by the way, undrafted out of Missouri, played. With uh, Drew Locke in Missouri. He was the fifth best wide receiver on that team, a uh, pass catcher, tight end. Like he ranked fifth in receptions that year. It just goes to show you, like, it don't matter where you start. But when your numbers mm-hmm. call, it show up and it makes some plays. But uh, Cooper Cup had another sort of weird drop, which we've seen on a couple weeks in a row. But. And, and uh, Skoranek had a. Uh, and, uh, hey, look, games. I'm the guy
2: here that says uh, McVeigh is a top five coach. I thought that, you know, Stafford for this big game situation obviously made a couple. Not great throws, interception. The other <laughs> pass that should have been intercepted. But overall, I thought he played well. Stafford played well.
1: It's it's insulting. Uh, Which no, and Br- hold no, on, I mean, hold I'm on. not going
2: to give him an A plus. I would give him right. like a B plus. But it's considering fine. this, well. considering the circumstances, well, wait.
1: So, hold on a second, Breeze. Sorry to interrupt you. The interception, you Brinson, you're not convinced it's his fault. It was his fault. I don't know who else's fault it was. <laughs> no, no, he, hey. he
2: threw it behind
0: him. But it was. I'm saying that like he didn't like it got popped up and that just happened. Fair
1: enough. But if that, if Joukowsky Tart catches that interception, this is a 100% Matthew Stafford's fault. Oh, yeah. that's, the, that's the difference of the game. Sure. So, so I think B plus is generous. I'll, I'll give him a B. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we're not, I think that the
0: 40, I I think the Rams played, I think the two games are maybe similar in a sense. The Rams were the better team for for the entire, I think the Rams played the Better game and probably should have been winning.
1: They were dominating every category at halftime other than the score.
0: And we're losing. And it felt like it was on Sean McVay more than Matthew Stafford to me.
1: Yeah. They, if I recall, it was 42 plays to 20 plays at half. 7 for 10 for third downs against 1 for 3 for third downs. And they, they had like 20 to what? 10 time possession.
0: They were, uh, they'd run like 45 plays to, yeah. I mean, it was, it was crazy.
1: So it was the interception. And of course, Breach's guy, Matt Gay can't kick a field goal unless it's 35 Well, yards. and
2: you know, what? that was the only thing I was going to give McVay some uh, issues for was look, you got a fourth and eight from your opponent's 36. If your kicker missed on a fell short on a 47 yard field goal, you don't send him out for a 54 yard clearly gay, whatever he got. He was injured last week. Something got banged up on his body's his lower body. That's why he fell short in the 47-yarder. You don't set him out for a 50-40-yarder. That kick had zero chance. <laughs> you had a much better chance of converting a fourth and eight than Matt Gay did of making a
1: 50-40-yarder. So, and I think Matt Gay would agree, would, 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 would uh, agree with that. Excuse me.
2: Yeah, no worry, uh,
0: Travis, Travis in Hawaii, who's running around screaming about the Bengals, <laughs> His entire family is Giants fans. I'm the youngest of four siblings and the only Bengals fans that I, that I know of. It's a beautiful feeling, man. My whole family is rooting for me.
2: Good Travis, that is awesome.
1: How, but, how the hell are you gonna be in a Pinkles? of I know, right? James Burrow, the chat says Wilson's going to keep Stafford out of the Hall of Fame because of an interception he should have thrown.
2: Would yes. it be funny if if uh, Wilson gets a vote like in two years <laughs> and then he's there voting when? Uh, oh boy, I'm going to be in the room. I mean, and Stafford, you know, Stafford's. If Stafford wins the Super Bowl, he's getting the Hall of Fame. It's just and you know, real quick. Since we're we're talking about Travis here, I want to give a shout out to Scott and Derek who recognized me in Nashville last weekend said they were huge listeners of the pick six podcast. Oh wow. yeah. Yeah. And I said, all right, I love you guys. And so they bought Wait, me drinks. Yeah. You don't want to know
1: where, where'd you, <laughs> where were you on
2: broad street? Uh, I actually saw them at dog house saloon, which is where we did our draft show. So kind of, uh, but you're hanging out in the spot
0: where we do the drafts, the draft. No, no the, the tailgate tailgate
1: brewery, oh, brewery, for the game. Right,
2: brewery right, right. was the, uh, the bangles bar. And so I'd stopped over there. This was Friday night, the day before the game.
1: So, as we sit here, Sean Blank got recognized at his gym, according to him, and now Breach has got recognized walking around the, the streets of Nashville. I mean, I had a – no, I don't know if I had my jersey. I don't remember. But, yeah. I mean yeah, – Breach has had a Breach jersey. 100%. 100%. <laughs>
0: like, hey, are you, uh, are you are you Jim Breach? He's like, uh, no, I'm actually John. I, I'm, I'm John Jim
2: Breach. And you have to die now. Of course.
1: Breach jersey and Zubaz, 100%.
2: Guys, they hadn't been that far in the playoffs in 33 years. What am I going
1: to do? I don't blame you. Not me. wear it? No, I don't blame you.
2: Are you you wearing it now, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: We're gonna orders. wear it to the Super Bowl.
2: I yeah, mean, we'll see. Why not? I'm gonna pack it. I'm gonna have it with me. Yeah. All right. You so know, I'm not gonna wear it on set we're doing our Pick Six uh, HQ shows. Right, maybe it, it and,
0: and look, and look, like we're not crapping on the Rams. We're just talking about this game as a whole. Like the Rams, I thought had chances to take the game, didn't do it. If you the 49ers of that team, you don't want to let hang around. And, and and
1: they and the, the Rams did. And the Niners at halftime, I thought the 49ers were gonna win the game based on the way things had played out because yes. the 49ers couldn't have played much worse. The the Rams made some mistakes, but were dominating, and all the 49ers had to do was come out and figure out a way to run the ball, and they couldn't do that.
0: Yep. Um so after the game, Niners are now out. Unfortunate for some of us. The um yeah, GM goes down talking to the team. John Lynch gives everybody a high five, but there's one long embrace
1: with Jimmy Garoppolo.
0: Bye. I mean, yeah, he's gone now, right? I think
1: he hasn't said as much in a recent press conference interview, I believe. He
0: was asked after the game. He's like, what's the future of Jimmy G? He's like, i got to talk about that right now. Like, being ridiculous. It is, I understand we have to ask those questions, but it is a little ridiculous to be like, hey, I know um, <laughs> I know, you just lost this hard-fought game against your... Uh, division opponent, yeah, good catch by Jeff Darlington there of uh, ESPN. It's it's like, I know you just lost this close game in the NFC title game, uh, but what, what's what's your future plans with Jimmy G? It, it's almost it's it's hard to imagine Jimmy G being back because he hasn't played so well that you would stick with him and you spent all this draft capital to get Trey Lance. Trey Lance needs to be ready. Started next year. I'd, yep. be a little, I'd be a little nervous if I was an Irish fan. I mean, why? Because Trey Lance didn't play down the stretch this year.
1: Well, think about it this way. Could he be worse than Jimmy Garoppolo? Like, substantially worse?
0: I, I thought Jimmy G played pretty well on, on Sunday.
1: Okay. Well, like I ask again, bad. Could, could he be substantially worse than Jimmy Garoppolo over the course of the season, and he adds the element to the running game that they've never had? I mean, Kyle Shannon didn't play it, man. He was a rookie coming from an FCS program that didn't play last year. I'm just asking the question that you still yes. haven't answered. And yes, he could be substantially worse. Breach, do you think he'd be substantially worse than Jamie Garoppolo? I don't think he will be. I'm saying he could be. No, well...
2: I Europe, don't think he's going to be much better. Otherwise, I th- felt like if if they were even, I think Shanahan would have played them because you want to get well, the rookie in there.
1: Well, think about it this way, though. How much did Patrick Mahomes play in year one with Alex Smith there? I mean, it's not that dissimilar situation. Well, they, they were winning. The Niners were three and five. I mean, the Chiefs were... Win a bunch of games, but the expectation was that Trey Lance wasn't going to play this year.
2: Mm, I, well, I don't, I do not think Trey 100%. Lance is going to have the amount of success that Patrick Mahomes had. That's in not his what first I'm, year saying, as a I,
1: I'm saying, but I'm saying, and Smith, that's what
2: I'm saying. I'm saying I do not think Trey Lance is going to be a huge upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: Right, but he's not going to be substantially worse, which is what was my question. Right, no, I don't think it will be substantially worse. I, I, I do think,
0: I, I, I think that Jimmy G has been better than what he's been given credit for.
1: Well, again, I'll couch it in in terms that we can relate to. Under no circumstances would I trade anything other than seventh round pick for him if I were a Steelers fan. Oh, I, I do not. I good. do not want him in Pittsburgh.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm, I'm not
2: third round pick at worst.
1: No, he very well may.
2: But I again, do not want him on my team. <laughs> I do not want him in a dream. You sound like Sam I Am from Green Eggs and Ham.
1: Th- does he make? The Steelers- oh! <laughs> oh, that
2: was
1: a dunk. Doctor Seuss dunk. Does he make the Steelers <laughs> better? Is my point? than Mason Rudolph, it, probably not. That's what I would
0: would much rather have Jimmy G than Mason Rudolph.
1: You're gonna win one more game. Big no, no,
0: no, no, no. Okay, Rudolph, what are you talking about? Mason Rudolph's like hit somebody on the head with a helmet one time. Jimmy G's been to a Super Bowl, man.
1: (laughs) Okay, all right, we'll
0: see. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. Jimmy, I would much rather have Jimmy G than Mason Rudolph.
1: Yeah, no kidding, but I don't want to spend a third round pick for him. That's why I said I'll take a day three pick. And I, I'll go out there and win one more game, and I, I'll just have to suck it up and, and like it. But same thing with Kirk Cousins. Like, yeah, he's clearly better, but how much better?
2: Yes, it's, Wilson is saying that Jimmy G is not enough of an upgrade to give up substantial compensation to you. bring him in.
1: I'm not calling it a second round pick for Jimmy G. Breach. I would 100 percent on any any given day of the week take Gardner Minshew over Jimmy G. I'm not even joking.
2: Does four hours get the Super Bowl with Gardner Minshew? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Jimmy I mean, Jimmy G
1: got them to the NFC title game. Jimmy G's a better
0: quarterback than people give him credit for. Him. All right. Yeah. Jimmy, but yeah. he's probably gone after this offseason. He's gone. This offseason. He gone. Well, if, if, they can't, if they can't get a decent pick for him, does he have one more year left on his deal? Or is is it ever? I don't know. He's 30. Today. Um He
1: gone. He gone. I told you. I'm just trying to check.
0: Yeah, he's got one more year left on his deal.
1: How much is it for? 24?
0: 20. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, Twenty-seven million dollars <laughs> cap, at, uh, one point four million dollars in dead money. So I can twenty, yeah, he's gone. Jimmy's As
1: gone. my soccer coach in high school, say uh, Duke.
0: you are off. Yeah, he he is uh, he is toast. But they'll, they'll they'll get something for him more than what Wilson's
1: talking about. No, I'm. He will probably get a third round pick. I don't think a second round pick. I wouldn't do a second round pick. But okay, let's think about it this way. What happens if he goes to, to New Orleans, for example? How much better is that team? Are they better than they were with Jameis?
0: If Sean Payton was there, I would I would like that a lot. But
1: would really they be better than, would, than they were with Jameis with Sean Payton? Eh, even,
0: even, even. Yeah, not much. Yeah, is I he better know. than Tua? I would take Jimmy G or Tua.
1: Breach. Ste- right. I mean, Ste-
2: younger, Ste- cheaper. Ste- if you're taking Tap the contract it. stuff into factor, half in a dozen
1: of one. Yeah, maybe Jimmy G or Jordan Love. Same difference. I'm going with Jordan Love. He's cheaper, and I don't know. what He might be better. He's more athletic, for sure.
0: All right. Let's take a break, and then we'll talk about another break. And then we'll talk about this <laughs> oh, Super
2: Bowl. I thought you were going to take a break so we could talk we're gonna about We're going to talk it. about the actual Super Bowl?
0: <laughs> Super oh, Bowl yeah? matchup featuring the Cincinnati Bengals coming up next.
3: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
0: Super Bowl 56, Cincinnati Bengals, and the Los Angeles Rams. The Wrestling Bowl. I love it. Love it. Um, the odds at, let's see, I'm sure, William Hill have Devo. Good, good job, oh Ooh, it's actually moved up a bit. The under has come crashing down.
1: It's so open at three
0: and a half. Three and a half has moved up to four. So I would say this off the bat. Take the under. Now. Bet the under now that undercloses at 47. No one loves running more on first. And look, it's entirely, <laughs> it's entirely possible that it ends up going over because of a flurry of, of uh, second half scores because, you know, Jamar Chase gets single coverage or, or T. Higgins, you know, uh, Ramsey's on Jamar Chase and Higgins gets loose and Burrow throws it deep and Stafford throws some bombs to Cup. It's possible, but that line is too high and it will come down. In my opinion, the, the Rams minus four is really interesting because I, I think the narrative will be, you don't bet against Joe Burrow, but I also think that the Rams are a much, much better team overall in terms of health and superstars and key players than the Bengals are right now. Having said that, Um, I don't, don't I'm terrified about betting against Joe Burrow.
1: The uh, Tyler Higby's out who, who, who's out for the, who's hurt for the Steelers, Uh, the Steelers, the the Bengals.
0: Immediately the exact counter.
2: Yeah. I don't think the story is going to be out. I don't think the storyline is going to be against don't bet against Joe Burrow. I think it's going to be Aaron Donald and Von Miller are going to destroy the horrible Bengals offensive line. That's going to be the thing. Everyone's going to talk about that Joe Burrow is going to have PTSD from the Titans game because he's going to get sacked 18 times instead of nine times. And so, but I think there's a lot to consider here because you have Zach Taylor, who was the QB coach for the Rams the last time the Rams were in the Super Bowl. So he understands Sean McVay. Sean McVay doesn't understand Zach Taylor's offense as much as Zach Taylor would understand Sean McVay's offense.
1: Does Zach Taylor understand Zach Taylor's offense? I mean,
2: probably
0: not. Yeah, I would have pushed (laughs) back on Zach Taylor doesn't understand what Sean with Sean McVay doesn't understand what Zach Taylor is going to do because
2: no, I think that Zach Taylor learned. I would think that's a slight more advantage for the Bengals than the Rams. Nah, I disagree. Yeah,
0: well, I think I think the guy who McVay and Shanahan. I, I think it's. I think it's. Oh wow, that's crazy! The first Super Bowl without a top three seed. From either conference in NFL history, love wow. it. What a and second Super Bowl appearance in the past four years. Of course, lost the last few years ago, Bengals their third Super Bowl appearance in franchise history, previously owned to. I, I mean, look. I'll be honest. I think that this, if you were having an like a text argument with somebody about who, like, what you should do with this game, it comes down to the rant. Like the person who likes the Rams list a bunch of obvious football, uh, matchup advantages. And then the person who likes the Bengals counters with a picture of Joe Burrow in like serial killer sunglasses, <laughs> like, and that's it. Like, do you want to bet? Do you want to bet against Joe Burrow or not? I mean, that that's the bottom line
1: for me. I don't, I don't want to bet against No, Joe Burrow.
0: no nobody does. Uh,
1: there's no story to it. It's just, uh, I think it's
0: pretty cool. <laughs> JB
2: nine, JB nine ice on. They're
0: like, are those real diamonds? He's like, yeah, I, I make, make way up. too much money to have fake diamonds. I have, um, the Bingo's divi- The the bingo's halftime adjustments are interesting, but the, the, the advantages in the trenches are enormous for the Rams. I think,
2: you know, but that the whole thing this week was Chris Jones is going to have a field day because the Titans had a field yep. day. And he was a non-factor like you can kind of and Kyle Shanahan. This is one reason the 49ers were so successful because you can, you can game plan a defensive player out of the way and, and, and not make them have as much as an impact. Uh, and I think that's something that we'll see Zach Taylor do. And Chris well, Jones
0: did have Joe Burrow
2: in his grasp about to yank him down in, in the and, and then drive, and then Bill Burrow Joe got Burrow got magically. Two, huge, yeah, exactly. Who didn't got two huge first downs on those plays. And so, You know whether it's running on first down twelve straight times uh, with Joe Mixon, there's good and running away from where Aaron Donald is. I think we'll see a lot of Joe Mixon, but I do think that, uh, like I said, I think it's going to be Von Miller, Aaron Donald against the Bengals offensive line. So it's just going to be quick passes, and you know Burrow can do that. The Bengals have the receiving game to do that. You'll have Jalen Ramsey and Jamar Chase, but I don't. I think that's a good matchup for the Bengals in the sense that you'll have T Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Uh, dealing with the rest of the Rams secondary, which I think is an advantage for the Bengals. Uh, I think it's going to be a good game. It's
1: going to be a great game.
2: Pumped. Yeah. It doesn't um, It doesn't look
0: sexy and splashy, I guess, when you first see it.
2: If it you're looks sexy average, to me, man. If you're just an, I mean, an average fan, it, it doesn't. This is it's... the sexiest Super Bowl I've ever seen in my life. Put it on the marquee. The Los Angeles Rams, the second team ever to play a Super Bowl at home against the plucky Bengals. Plucky. They are plucky. What's your
0: confidence level in winning, Breach? On a scale of one to ten. Obviously. I would say
2: a six. It's not I don't, you know, like it sounds like a five, but you're pushing it up
1: to a six. To
2: It's it. I'm gonna pick the Bengals without feeling like I'm a homer. I let me say that.
1: I'm picking the Bengals and I, I, I'm I am i am clearly not a homer. Our guy Steven yeah. <laughs> line had That's the Rams true. had the Rams winning 58% of the time by an average of three and a half points over under 48 and a half. And that was his first run at the simulation. So we'll see. Fifty eight percent of the time. I guess that sounds about right. Home game. The defensive issues that you mentioned. Six. uh,
0: Did the did the Rams? No, the Rams didn't win the last play. Obviously, but like five of the last six NFL playoff games have been decided on the last play. I mean, this
2: this line is probably good. You know, this is and six of the last six, all by six points or less, with five of them by three.
0: It would be really surprising if. I would be very surprised if the Rams just blew out the Bengals because what we've seen from the Rams, and again, we talked about this with McVay, he's very conservative. Now, he's only lost one game with the second half, uh, with a lead going into the second half, but he loves to. This is why I like the under. He loves to sort of turtle up, run the football. And I think even we saw it, if, it, if it's a two score game, let's say the Bengals are down 21 ten, I don't think Zach Taylor's just unleashing Joe Burrow. I think he's still running the football in the third quarter. So I, I do think there's a very good chance this game stays way under that 50 point total. Uh, my my to me, oh my god, I can't let say this because I, I do not want to bet against Joe Burrow. Oh
2: my god, you're going to bet against Joe Burrow? Don't do it. No, Princeton, I'm, Princeton, we went said, undefeated said, in the conference title round against the spread. Don't don't ruin this. Don't ruin this. It. It's, it's a Rams. Pick. The Cincinnati Bengals are in the Super Bowl. They're a team of destiny right am, now. You cannot bet against if, a team of destiny.
1: They're the 2005 yeah. Steelers breach. I keep telling you.
2: you are I'm, you listening to Wilson? Ask Wilson who won the Super Bowl in 2005. I, I think. I, I think, think Boyd. God. You know what's I funny have, is that. You I
0: don't a I, I breathe. But my initial reaction is like the Rams are obvious here. They're so much better at so many different spots. The only, again, and this, I made this argument in group chats over the last two weeks where people were like, look, the Chiefs are clearly better. The Titans are clearly better. And I would just send back photos of Joe Burrow. You don't bet against Joe Burrow.
1: Okay, and- well, let's let's test your hypothesis. Quarterback, who are you taking? Joe Burrow or Matthew Safford? I mean, I think it's fairly
0: close, but Burrow, I'd probably take him. a okay. game.
1: That's fine. Running back, Joe Mixon or Cam Akers?
0: That's Mixon. Uh, I would take Mixon, yeah.
1: Okay. Offensive of line clearly is going clearly. to... Rams.
3: Rams.
2: Yes.
1: All right, here's a fun one. Wide Our Receivers. receivers.
2: That's so close. It's because it, you might have two of the top four rece- receiving groups in the NFL. I think, I think it's a wash, but it's a wash.
0: Well. Okay. You, you got two hurt tight ends. I would probably give the Rams a slight edge. I, I think it's a stone cold wash. I mean, you're talking about Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup.
1: Well, you're saying that you that the skill position players are the I said, the, I said uh, across the board. Hold on. Right. Match up to the I, yeah.
0: I, I think the receivers are a wash in there, but two of the top four for sure. All right. So what's next?
1: Defensive line, clearly Rams. Yeah. Linebackers. Uh, probably a wash. Yeah. The safeties. Is the Rams. No, they'll break it up. Safeties are probably Cincinnati.
2: I'll go to the Bengals the safeties. Yeah. Bengals and safety, yeah. Sure. And I think and cor- the Rams are corn but I think it's closer than you think. Okay.
1: Yeah. So that in that light, it, it's a close game. And then it ain't gonna be a home game for the Rams.
2: And uh hold on, hold on. I have one big one. Uh, Evan McPherson or Matt Gay? Oh, mm, that is yeah. a big one. Touche. Mm.
1: Touche. Johnny Hecker or whoever your Bengals punter is.
2: His name's Kevin Huber and he's been there forever, Ryan. My goodness. All right. Maybe a little bit closer
1: than so Johnny Hecker.
2: <laughs> and so these two teams actually did play Zach Taylor's first year. The game was in London and the Rams won 24 to 10, but the Rams had a much more talented team. And it was a close game. It was 17 10 at halftime. Uh, it, it, both teams were over 400 total yards, and we're talking Andy Dalton. You know, we're not talking Joe Burrow, and it just feels like—I I don't know. I just feel like the Bengals match up well with them. The Bengals so. have nothing to lose. I
0: mean, it's and a Super Bowl. Joe so Effing Burrow is their quarterback. Like he doesn't—he doesn't flinch. He doesn't blink. He just wins games that you have to win.
2: <laughs> He's unbelievable. <laughs> Somebody in the chat just said. McPherson and Gay are equal. Gay missed a 54-yard field goal by 54 yards. He's short. Evan McPherson has like the NFL record for most 54. I think they're. I think they're trolling
1: you, Breach. (laughs) Breach, (laughs) Let me
0: ask you. (laughs) you, (laughs) Evan McPherson is the Joe Burrow of kickers. (laughs) Yeah, I think
1: they were trolling. Let me ask you this, though, Breach, and this is a a serious question. (laughs) Sean mcmay has been there before to the Super Bowl. He was gobsmacked by meeting Bill Belichick. Apparently, that's the the rumors, and that had some effect. But he's been through the process. Zach Taylor was he on that staff?
2: Yes, he was a QB coach.
1: Okay, so he has some experience, but not as a head coach. Are y'all concerned I about I interviewed
2: this? Zach Taylor at that Super Bowl Media Day. Okay, oh, you know we were to be hired, right? Right.
1: Did you know who he was when you were talking to him?
2: Uh, I don't know. I knew who he was because yeah. he had already been hired. The, the reports were already out there. I'm going to see if I can find it real quick while you guys talk.
0: If you told me that Joe Burrow's uh, communication system in his helmet went out in the second quarter, of the Super Bowl, I would take the Bengals. I do oh. think,
2: I do think that's I mean, like, so you I have no faith in Zach Taylor. I think Zach Taylor's a problem. He just kept running on first. But didn't downs. you just spend the whole Rams 49ers game talking about how Sean McVay is also a right, problem? Sean McVay,
1: too. What, uh, Breach, if you had to guess, what would be your explanation for why he refused to not run the ball on first down every single time or why he did?
2: He, he I, got away from it, then Burrow threw the interception. I think he was trying to keep the cheat, trying to not get Burrow killed. So, you got a handoff, which is what they're going to have to do against the Rams, but you can't be predictable when you do it.
1: He was predictable. Yeah, he was The
2: D-line offensive line matchup for the Rams and Bengals is a, is a problem. I mean, Jalen Ramsey, Jamar Chase is going to be awesome. There's, uh,
1: Jamar I, Chase is winning that, and that's no disrespect to Jalen Ramsey. Jamar Chase is, is that good. Every time he was single covered, they threw the ball to him, except for the interception that he caught it.
2: And that is a huge thing because if the Rams get crazy and think, hey, we're going to do Jamar Chase in single coverage, the, the Bengals will go that way whether Jalen's over there or not.
1: Joe Burrow does not care. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll do one on one. They I should mean, just put T Higgins, They should put Jamar.
0: I mean, uh, Jalen Ramsey on T Higgins, and then double Jamar Chase, and just hey, be like, hey, Peters can Italian we not Floyd give them any? not them
2: any ideas, Brinson. let just go to the Belichick school of thought. Just stop giving them ideas. They don't need that. Take away Jamar, Jamar Chase with two
0: guys. Take away Jamar Chase with two guys. Put uh, Jalen Ramsey on T Higgins, and then have you know somebody lurking in the middle to cover Tyler Boyd on those under And
2: another fascinating a- aspect of this matchup, because we're talking about how bad the Bengals offensive line is. It has been bad since when do you guys know since 2016, when andrew whitworth, game
1: andrew whitworth oh gosh oh another similarity breach, and Whitworth is
2: now the starting left tackle for the rams in case anybody
1: 40 years old it. same age as breach but much what is
2: starting left tackle in nfl history
1: breach another similarity with the Bengals and the steelers this time the 2008 steelers that that 808 steelers team that went to the super bowl and won it had one of the worst offensive lines i've ever seen in my life and they still found a way to win mostly with skill position players in defense and that's sort of the way that the Bengals are winning. So you can win going up against a uh, formidable front seven and, and find ways to... And
2: they beat a team from what division? The NFC West. And and your 2005 comparison, they beat a team from what division? The NFC West. Hmm? 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 Maybe the AFC North super just matches up well with the NFC West. Super random comparison, but... <laughs>
0: By I had to think what? about it both times. Really? Wilson's really? desperately clamoring onto the Bengals bandwagon.
2: No, I'm Wilson on. is welcome on the Bengals
1: bandwagon. I'm hanging I'm on underneath. I'm
2: on the Bengals bandwagon. No, you're off. You just said you're picking the Rams. You've literally
1: yes, been yes, banned. This, I
2: mean, this, is, this is Sophie's choice again.
0: <laughs> I picked the playoffs so well that I've got all these choices to deal with.
2: You know what, right. though? This is crazy for me because I've said this I know before on the podcast, but I literally went to college with Sean McVay. He was a freshman I senior year. In 2004, uh, you know, he was there.
3: All
1: right,
0: we got uh, two things to give away. I had to distract Breach, sorry. Look at that.
2: Like a cat with a laser.
0: <laughs> Breach is like, oh, somebody play the Bingles song. Uh Jamar Chase's dad and Jar Burrow's dad smoking cigars in the parking lot at Arrowhead. Just a beauty. So here's the two winners. The two? Two winners. We're giving <laughs> away a, a Paramount Plus card. A hundred dollar gift card to Paramount Plus. So I don't mess it. Here, Debo you want to give away? Go
1: ahead. No, you got it. I was just going to say, you know, Paramount Plus, a hundred dollars. And then hat. I didn't want to like, I didn't (laughs) want to, I wanted
0: to make sure that the the, the delivery made sure that it didn't confuse who won what. Because one is awesome. The person that wins
1: wins the hat's going to be super bummed out. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was getting at. (laughs) Correct.
0: you think you're getting a hundred dollar gift card? And you get a Brinson sucks hat. Dude. <laughs> all right,
2: let's do let's do hat
1: first. Make it clear, yeah. hat first.
0: Oh, all right, the winner of the hat. The, some people might like the Brinson sucks hat more.
1: The Your Brinson wife and that's sucks it.
0: hat winner at uh at Ciamuri. CMU, and I don't know what the it's C I A M U R I A. Congratulations, you won a hat. You're the first loser. Way to go. You are the 49ers and the Chiefs and our winner of the Paramount
1: Plus gift card. Hey, by the way, this person in the chat is super pumped about it. So way to go. they wanted the hat yeah. desperately. Way to go. There you go. Hell yeah. <laughs> I didn't have
0: a him or see a, um, Drum roll, please, for the Paramount Plus gift card. Unseen Janine. Way to go. One. Now Thanks. you are seen Janine. You're, yes, seeing, you're, you're seeing you're seeing on the reg. You go. have won a hundred dollar gift card. Congratulations to both of you guys! Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for winning. Um, any other thoughts on the uh, yay old Super Bowl? Well, next week I'll be in the Bengals.
2: I could get talk for another hour about the Bengals being in the Super Bowl. My mind is blown. I never thought I would see this day all the time on the podcast. I've been with you guys. It is. We're usually making fun of the Bengals. They've been so bad for the past five years. It didn't seem like this was possible. And now here we are after coming back from the biggest AFC title deficit ever against Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs punch their ticket to LA I hope that even if people can't go to the game, just go to Los Angeles. Just go out there and have fun. I hope it's a full Cincinnati Bengals fan takeover. I hope that people from LA don't even want to be there because there's so many Bengals fans who smell like chili. I just want the whole city to be filled with Bengals fans and La Rosa's pizza and Grater's ice cream and groceries from Kroger and... Nick Lachey, Nick Lachey, John oh. Legend, those guys were tweeting about Super Bowl tickets. George Clooney, uh, Chad Lowe, so many celebrity fans. Chad, you don't are, even know the Bengals Chad Lowe filmed himself watching the game winning field goal. Rob Lowe's brother is a huge Bengals fan. Woody Harrelson is a huge Bengals fan. There are all these people who have been, Woody winning. Harrelson, Hanover College, Hanover College, Pride of Hanover, 1981. Uh, there are all these. Celebrities have been waiting just as long and the game's in LA. So I'm sure you will see a lot of celebrities that you did not know where Bengals fans will be at this game. I have Uh, one more
0: uh, uh, shout out to uh, (laughs) uh, whoever's in the chat. It's like Tubin 1735. He's like, hundred dollar gift card. That's it. That's what you're giving away. Like what? 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 YouTube chats? Do you exist in pal? Where they're giving away five hundred dollar gift free
2: year of premium. And somebody mentioned it, Gary Owen. He is a huge uh Bengals fan. That don't want to leave him out. And the Bengals eighteen point comeback tied. It wasn't the biggest. It tied the biggest.
1: You know what? I, I have a theory that I didn't mention when we we're talking about the Bengals Chiefs game. I, I think part of the reason for the collapse. I think. And I mentioned this to you guys at the time. Mahomes had Skyline Chili last night. Close. Jackson Mahomes and, <laughs> and his fiance too much TikTok, too much dance, and too much brand champagne on people. And the karma is catching up, and it's too much for Patrick Mahomes, too big a burden for him to bear. And he just said, all right, I, I can't do this. I need to, I need to take a vacation. <laughs> we we got to end this thing. <laughs> the NFL
0: memes account is annoying, though. Like the you know, like, they just steal content twenty four seven. But they did have a funny one today. It was like it was like a pie graph of who who's excited for the bingos in the Super Bowl. It's like a little sliver of like you know a sliver of like <laughs> colored black, and it was like bingos fans, and then the rest was orange. It was like people who don't want to see Patrick or Brittany Mahomes for the. I mean, uh, what's his name? Jackson. Jackson. Jackson and Brittany Mahomes for the rest of the time. Yeah. Good for you, Breach. You not not only did you dethrone a one-time champion, you saved us all a
2: bunch of TikToks. Saved us all a bunch of TikToks. And you know, what? I'm going to open up a TikTok account and make TikToks to fill the gap that they won't have because they won't be there. You should do. You the oh my god! What if the Breach family fills the TikToks? We just do the TikTok,
1: homes TikTok videos. TikTok. No, I think. Let's see you do a TikTok dance, Breach. And that way we'll know. Yeah,
0: get out here on a TikTok dance. Hi right, guys it been real. thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon
3: You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24 7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24 hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition.